Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm your host, Marla Kennedy, life coach, EFT practitioner, mama, and writer, and I am so grateful you are here today. I help women shift from self-doubt to self-love so they can feel confident, and I'm really excited to be sharing this journey with you. So let's dive in and elevate your life and soul. Hey, love. I'm jumping in to invite you to my new Facebook group, the Self-Love Community Tips on How to Live a Purpose-Driven Life. This is a place to take everything you hear on the podcast to an even deeper level. We have conversations, live interviews, tips, all the things, and there is an amazing group of women in there. So head over to Facebook and come and join us. I can't wait to see you in there. See you soon. Good morning. Welcome to today's show. I'm so happy to be here. And today I am interviewing Viola Hug. Viola is an intuitive coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. She's a mentor, author, and podcaster, and creator of the Abundant Babes brand. She coaches women on business, wealth, spirituality, and mindset, and how those things utilized together allow you to have it all in life. Viola, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here and hello, hello to everyone listening. Yeah. Um, and how did I go with your intro? Is there anything you'd like to add? Oh, I don't know. I feel like the intro is like an awesome start, but there's so much depth, I think, to everyone's story, you know? So I don't know. I like, I have like a little thing with mugs. I love drinking tea (laughs) (laughs) out of the perfect mug. Um, I don't know where else we can go with that, but obviously we can dive into my story more if you, if you yeah, like. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. We will definitely get into that for sure. So I always like to start these interviews by asking how you love to start your day. Mm. So how I love to start my day really depends on the day because I'm like a little bit of a rebel <laughs> routine. Um, I, yeah, there's, there's nothing necessarily that I always, always do, but my general practices, whether it's the first thing in the morning or throughout the day is I always find a way to really like connect with how I'm feeling. And that, that kind of then determines how I will move through my day, you know, depending on my appointments and stuff. But some days I really feel like I need more movement. Some days I really feel like I need more rest. Some days I feel like I need, I'm like so inspired and I just want to create, 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 create. Mm-hmm. So I do that usually through just like a simple self check-in, but um, my most favorite, like favorite things to include in the morning are actually just like cuddling my husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> playing with my cat, having water having a cup of tea and yeah like I love my breakfast time just for myself and then from there kind of like moving out into the world Mm, I love that I love that you said that you you do different things every day because I am really Mm. not a routine person when it comes to my morning either I really love just you know I think you just have to trust like your flow and what's happening each Mm. day and there are some days when I'm the same I just want to sleep but other days Mm. when yeah, I want to go sit outside with a cuppa or meditate yeah. or journal. We exactly. Just- sometimes sometimes I have all the rituals down, you know, I'm like I'm saging, I'm meditating, I'm yeah. journaling. It's like all the things, but that doesn't necessarily suit me every single morning. I'm like 
you know, like if I'm doing it just because I'm doing it, it doesn't feel the same. Like I like to be excited about my practices. So sometimes I do that in the afternoon instead. Some days I totally miss it and I, you know, do it the next day and it's fine. Um, but I think like I've also gotten into a more fluid state with a lot of it because I did have more ritualistic practices around it when I first was learning to connect with myself and learning to understand like what I actually desire and how I can move forward because that wasn't necessarily always natural to me. You know, like it wasn't always natural for me to know. It sounds really weird, but know how I feel. But I think so many people are so disconnected from themselves. Like they don't have like um, a true connection to who we are. Like I didn't even used to know what my favorite color was. I was so disconnected Mm. from myself. (laughs) Like I just didn't like, it was always like whatever was in the room, I'd be like, yep, that's good. That's fine. That's fine. Like very people pleasery. Um, so yeah, it's probably a lot more fluid now because I've got that sense of myself more. Yeah. I really understand that as well. I didn't, I feel like I didn't find my identity till I was like 30 or something. And before that I was just malleable I just mm-hmm. kind of, I was a chameleon to whoever I was kind of around trying to just fit in the yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think when I started first getting into um, spirituality and even when I was getting back into it after I had um, my son and I was having postnatal depression, I really was quite structured initially because it helped yeah. me get the patterns going and just Same. getting comfortable with it and setting it as a habit. And now mm-hmm. I don't need to do that. Um, yeah. And there's actually like, now that you say that there's some things that I realize that are actually like part of my morning routine, I guess you could say that don't even feel like I have to try though. You know, like I, the first thing that I do when I wake up is I think of like gratitude and I like um, flood my mind just with things that I'm grateful for. And I also, depending on the day, I'll like, um, hold space for whatever I'm wanting to create more of in my life as well, like a manifestation. So I'll just like kind of call in that energy and have like the gratitude vibes surrounding it. Like that's something Mm -hmm. that's like such an automatic pattern for me. But I remember when it first started and I heard like, you know, spend gratitude time time in the morning. (laughs) And it was just like my husband and I were like, okay, let's hold each other accountable. And every morning we'd like get up and we'd be like, oh yeah, what are three things you're grateful for? Like amongst everything else we were doing. But now it's just like I wake up and it's like the first thing that my mind's thinking of, um, Mm. which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Same as me really. Like I usually start my day with something from Course in Miracles. That's the first thing I do, but it often it's Mm -hmm. like a one minute thing that just doesn't, I don't think about. Um, And so what, compelled you to become a intuitive coach um I feel like I didn't ever consider becoming a coach until I was a coach (laughs) because I didn't really understand the industry and I think that goes like I mean in my world a lot more people know coaches because I'm now in the coaching world but for me like I didn't really understand what a coach was for I'm like what why do you like, what's a coach? Why do you, why would you ever hire one? Like, this is weird. You know, like that's kind of my perspective. I didn't really even understand the industry or even really know a lot about it, but I'd been entrepreneurial for quite a long time. Like I always had a vision for my life and I knew the, like the older that I got as in still in my very early (laughs) twenties that my vision for my life was not going to be fulfilled if I just followed the mainstream. And so I was really willing to try new things 
I mean, I was really willing to make it work. And I was so inspired by the stories of like the people who'd achieved the impossible, you know, like people who grew up um, with nothing to their name and made something of themselves, or they had an inspired idea and they went against all odds to pursue it. And then it's like the invention of, I don't know, Uber or something, Yeah, you know, like the, those stories just like really inspired me. And so I kind of set this like, standard in my mind at a young age already that I was willing to do things differently because I wanted a different life than the normal. And mm. so I w- went into kind of the entrepreneurial ra- realm. I started off in network marketing and I did that for um, about five years while I was also trying out other things, but never really fully committing because I was just very one track with like first I need to make this network marketing thing work. And once that's working, then I'll figure everything else out. And I did have success, but it was like fluctuating and it wasn't ever the kind, like kind of success that I feel now where it's just like every single aspect of it. I love, you know, like I was doing things I didn't necessarily love because I really wanted the outcome and I didn't know there was another way. And so I kind of put a lot of my own creative ideas to the side because I was like, I was basically taught as well, like, you know, don't worry about your ideas, make this work first. And then when you have time, you can worry about your other ideas. Mm. Um, and I mean, it is, it, it was great in so many aspects. It taught me so many things, but then I got to a point where I was so frustrated because I was in so much debt at this point, I, like, and not from the company, from my own, <laughs> my mm. own silliness, yeah. but I was in so much debt. I was in so much like frustration And I asked for a sign and I was like really at this point getting into spirituality as well. And I could feel guided energy, you know, like I really was feeling pulled towards specific things. I was learning to listen to my intuition more. And I said, I just need a sign. Like I need something to support me. And I got this like intuitive hit, like you're going to know um, there's something coming up and you're going to know that it's for you. And I was like, uh, okay, that's elusive, but okay. Yeah. And literally I think within the next 24 hours, I saw someone post on Facebook who I liked her vibe. She was kind of like a spiritual clairvoyant slash business coach at the time. And she like posted this, like finding your purpose or like building your business with your purpose or something like that program. And it started on my birthday and I was like, mm. this feels like a sign. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so she, um, I like, I didn't have any money um, access for myself. So I asked my mom to buy it for me for my birthday. And she did. Oh, <laughs> and that's amazing. I know. And I joined this program and she goes, you know, like you have all these incredible things and, you know, you can definitely create success with what you're doing. But I feel like there's this like whole other world of people that need your guidance that you're not showing up for. And basically that was the seed that was planted that then led me to starting my coaching business. Yeah. And it was like, I knew that I was always going to have to have an intuitive approach because it was my intuition that led me there. Right. Like I knew that I was going to do this business differently and I was going to make it a hundred percent my own because that's what I missed. Like out of everything, like I'm such a creative person and I love creating things, but I was neglecting that part of myself for so long. So it was like my commitment to myself when I started about two years and four months ago (laughs) was Mm -hmm. um, that I'm going to follow my intuition and what feels good. I'm going to have fun along the way and it's going to be exactly what I want to do every single step of the way. And within just a couple of years, I built my business to multiple six figures 
and I have so much fun and I'm literally living like my quote unquote dream mm-hmm. life as cheesy as that sounds like yeah I'm like amazed at what happens when you release the rules you know what I mean mm. and you follow what feels good for you yeah I really love that um it's so amazing it's so incredible and so what would you say is the legacy that you want to leave um in terms of I guess like for me I have this like deep 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 knowing that I wish I could just like put in everyone's brain and I am like if I could activate something inside of you bing you know just like a Mm -hmm. flick it would be to understand that when we desire something it's meant for us and it's like from our soul we desire things and that when we say that it's meant for us it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come easy it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not going to it's not going to be uncomfortable to find your path there but it's like the life that you desire the fulfillment that you desire the joy that you desire in your life is so accessible to you (laughs) you just Mm -hmm. have to be brave enough to move through the initial discomfort of like figuring out um how to get there and not even necessarily the how, but just like starting to take steps towards it and letting it unfold. But it's, yeah, that's really the message. It's like, we get to have everything in life we desire. Like I, in my life, I'm experiencing that in so many ways. Like I haven't had to sacrifice to have the success that I have. In fact, like, I feel like the more that I just like prioritize what I want to do and what feels good for me, the easier it is to call it mm. more success. Yeah. And like my relationships are amazing. My, my self care is amazing. My connection to myself is amazing. My communication is great. Like all the things, right? Like we get to have it all. There doesn't need to be a sacrifice and we get to have fun along the way to also having what we want. Like we don't need to. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely. the message. Yeah. So can you share like a, um, a hurdle that you personally faced and how you overcame it? Yeah. I mean, where do I start? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like my journey is just like so many hurdles. Um, but I think something that's relevant that's coming to mind is, um, uh, something that's kind of at the core of like my abundant babes brand. Right. So, people ask me all the time, like, how did you like come up, come up with the abundant babes? I mean, I have a podcast abundant babes, which you've also been on, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And I have my um, book, you are an abundant babe and my Facebook group. And like, I have all these kind of things under this abundance brand. And it's not just because I thought abundance was a really cool word. And I was like, I'm going to make a brand out of this. Yeah. It was because I, when I said I was in so much debt and I was like, kind of in like a lot of hardship financially, I was in over six figures of debt. Mm-hmm. with like literally no way to pay. Like I remember one week um, I like received my pay for my business and it was like a hundred dollars and my expenses were thousands that mm-hmm. week. And I just like sat there and I was like, do I just die now? Like <laughs> what happens? Like when you get into this deep of a hole, yeah. like seriously, what happens, you know? And I literally survived through calling in support and abundance in in ways that I didn't expect. You know, like I was having family lend me money. I was having um, friends or family offer places to stay. Like 
And, and I mean, I feel like I mask it really well. It wasn't, and it wasn't like, I was like, I'm desperate for a place to live. Where can I live? It was literally just like, I, I would manifest it. I'd be like, oh shit. So where are we going to live next month? And then a friend would be like, Hey, I need a house sitter. Do you, would you mind doing it? And I'm like, yes, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> like, Thank you universe. <laughs> like I need this right now. Um, it, it kind of like always worked out, but it only worked out because I started realizing that I really needed to shift something. Like I knew I needed to work on my money mindset in terms of like a logical aspect. But when I started reading my first ever book, which was a great book, by the way, money, a love story by Kate Northrup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, read that book and she kind of talked about not only the tangible aspects of money, but also how you have a relationship with money. And I was like, huh, Mm. you know what? And this led me kind of down then the spiritual aspect of money and abundance, which is kind of like that. Um, it's yeah, there's like this energy of abundance. We all have access to it. It's all within us. And usually the problem isn't that we don't have access to it. The problem is we block it right? We block Mm. it through our conditioning. We block it through um, what we believe we're worthy of. We block it through what we expect. We block it through like all of the kind of beliefs that are in society around money, you know, that there's um, shame around money or that you're greedy or that there's not enough. Like, you know, there's a lot of kind of scarcity conditioning around wealth Mm. and abundance and money. And so we kind of turn ourselves off to this source rather than like needing to mysteriously find the on switch. Like it's already there. We just turn ourselves off. And I was like, what the heck? And so this whole journey, I'm, I know I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but it's just coming out this way. Yeah. And this perfect. whole, yeah, this whole journey kind of um, began when I started to realize like how much of my life I was putting on, um, like depending on the validation of external factors in my life. So I had found myself in this place of debt and that was like one of my worst nightmares because I always thought that if I earned more money, I would feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. I would be more respected. People would finally take me seriously. Like it was like that little rebel, like cause in school, like I'd get bullied and you know, it was just like those things. And I'd be like in my head as a kid, I'd be like, one day I'm going to be famous and (laughs) rich and you're going to be so jealous, Yeah, you know? And, and I mean, my intentions were always from the right place. Like I always genuinely wanted to do something I loved. I genuinely wanted to help people. It's not like I was trying to do something not with the right intention, but it was like what I was seeking Mm -hmm. was the wrong thing. And I didn't even realize it because I was so attached to it, you know? And I wondered why, even when I was having success financially, um, it would always be like, it would almost be like panic. I'd like hit a goal and it wouldn't be celebration. It would be like, oh shit. Like, okay, so I hit this and I had to work so hard to get here. And I had to like, you know, I had to do X, Y, Z. Now I need to do something better. Otherwise people are going to think I I plateaued. People are going to forget me, Mm. (laughs) you know? And then it was like, what next, what next, what next? And it's so funny because I also attracted those kinds of people into my life. Everyone was like, oh, cool, you hit that goal, but what's next? And I'm like, (laughs) you know, like no one just let you savor the moment. So yeah, I had this massive like journey then of actually needing to discover that one, true fulfillment and success isn't about the results we get in life. Mm. It's about how we feel about ourselves and our life along the journey. And then secondly, abundance is also not something that comes and then we feel abundant. Like money isn't something that comes into our life and then we feel 
abundant and taken care of and safe. Like there's people with money in the bank who feel broke. You know what I mean? Who feel Mm. scared of losing it all the time. Abundance is a feeling that we first tap into where no matter what the external circumstances, you know, like I would find myself in a place where my husband and I are literally like wanting to do a date night (laughs) but no money. So we're just like making sandwiches and sitting in the backyard for a date night. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like finding ways that in, in that moment, still feeling absolutely abundant, feeling absolutely taken care of and absolutely knowing that we will always be taken care of. And first I had to find that feeling within myself. Mm-hmm. And when I found that, that's when I started to see it ch- change in my external environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> amazing. Know. Um, And so for someone who's feeling like really stuck in that outside of themselves, is there like, I mean, you kind of just shared then that you would Mm -hmm. just do the little things to make it feel like, is there a a, kind of short process or anything you could share with someone that they could do? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is that um, we have like, different levels of ourselves, you know, like we have our soul level, which is kind of like that limitless version of ourselves. And we have our human level, which is great. And it's amazing. It's like the human level is the one that experiences everything. So it experiences the the sadness, but it also experiences the happiness and the joy. Um, and most of us live though in our human conditioning, which all our human conditioning knows is what it knows, right? And what mm-hmm. it's been told, it doesn't know the limitless potential that our soul has. So when we're in a place where we're looking at our bank account and there's like just enough money to pay our bills Mm. (laughs) or not even enough or whatever, you know, whatever the circumstance insert anything that where we don't feel enough in our lives. Um, we can look at that and see only the circumstance, you know, like see, this is scary. It doesn't feel good. I'm a failure. Like we attach our value to it. We, we feel like all the things Whereas our soul consciousness is like, what are you talking about? Like you are the most worthy being on the planet. Like you have so much potential. You are so amazing. This is not a problem. Like you'll be fine. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have like these different aspects of ourselves, but unless we really work on shifting our human conditioning and allowing ourselves to trust in that soul consciousness a little bit more, we're not going to, um, see the shift is easy. And so one of the things that I recommend that you do, if you do have a place, I'm going to use money as an example, just because I use that as my example of what I overcame, but you can do this honestly with like, um, people, like sometimes we fear that people don't, um, value us, or we feel like we have nothing to share, or we feel like, um, we're being judged or we feel like, um, there's no good men out there, like (laughs) whatever Mm -hmm. it is, right? Like wherever we kind of have like, a statement in our mind that doesn't feel good. It feels true, but it definitely doesn't want to be what we believe. Um, so with money, when we feel like we don't have enough or that it's hard to make money or that we have a fear of losing money, what our brain is doing is our brain is kind of like conditioned to look for all the evidence to make that true. Like when we say a belief, we're not just saying it for the sake of saying it. We're kind of like reaffirming to our mind what's important to know. So when we say, I can't afford it, suddenly we see everything that costs more than we'd like to pay. Suddenly we see all the times that money is leaving our bank account. You know, suddenly we see all of the examples of why we're in a financial hardship place. Mm. Versus if we start saying, okay, well, what if I just tried to look for ways that I was abundant? I was receiving 
abundance or wealth or money in my life. So you don't need to change anything in your life. You just need to start looking like, well, are there any areas? Let's have a look. Okay. Going to the grocery store, go to buy bread. Oh my gosh, it's 50 cents off. Huh. I guess I just saved 50 cents. Abundant. <laughs> right? Yeah. We like, and, and even like, I know all grocery stores, they do like a little tally up of the savings at the bottom of the bill. Like, look at it next time. Um, then you go and your friend buys you a coffee. Then you go and you park your car and the meter still has 30 minutes in it. Then you go and, you know, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like things keep happening. And I can guarantee you in everyone's life, there's examples of that. And even if it's things like you pay your power bill early, so you get like the early payment bonus or whatever else, right? Like there's always, always, always examples of where we're receiving abundance in our life. And if we genuinely allow ourselves to start looking for that and like making it kind of like an I spy game, you know, like as a kid, when you played I spy and it was like the most like intense thing ever. And you're just like looking for every possible thing. Like if it's like the color blue and then you're like looking for everything that possibly could be blue. Mm. Um, that's like what you want to do is you want to get like almost like obsessive in your mind about finding everything to support that you are abundant, everything to support that you are taking care of, everything to support that you are loved. And um, then that will actually slowly reprogram your mind. And once you start seeing more evidence of it in your life, suddenly it's easier to believe that maybe good things are on their way. Maybe this mm-hmm. can shift, you know, and then that's when we can access our soul consciousness a little bit more without that real barrier and resistance that we sometimes have when we're in a hardship place. Mm, yeah that's so such a useful distinction and I think it's really um you know that's something that anyone can do and anyone can integrate into their life you know yeah um I even um like would recommend like keep a note on your phone or something I used to call it like abundance tracking and like write these down and at the end of the month what I'd always do is I'd tally up or like at the end of the uh, week or whatever I'd tally up how much money like I abundanced (laughs) Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. I know. And I was always like, whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Um, And so what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Um, For me, I like, I'm, I I never like realize how much of a family person I am, but I Mm. feel so good when I'm just with my husband and my cat and we're just like, um, we're just chilling and and Mm. doing anything together basically. Um, I love, I love that. Um, but for me, like the reason it inspires me so much as well is because it's like, I, I get a lot of, like, I clear my head through rest time and I, um, also do everything that I do because of my family. You know what I mean? So Mm. It's like, yeah, I, that's one of the things that I love to do. And then other things that I do is baths. Like, I love baths. Mm. They're just so awesome. Yeah. So that's one of the things that also, like, where inspiration often comes through to me is when I'm in the bath. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and what are you curious about right now? Um, curious about my new journey of motherhood. Yeah, so <laughs> exciting. By the time this episode is live, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm just about to be a first time mom, which is very exciting. Yeah, and so, so exciting. So for me, it's like, I'm curious about what life's going to be like, you know, like, am I going to be inspired by the same things? Am I going to, what's it going to feel like? What's it going to be like? And yeah, so I mean, I, you read what you can read. And like, I've been listening to podcasts and audiobooks on parenting and birth and all the things. Um, mm. But 
if I know anything for certain, it's I know that I can make it through challenge and change. So whatever, whatever's in store, I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it will be your own journey will be amazing because it is mm. unique to you, you know. Exactly. Um, and what's your favorite book and why? Um, we, my favorite book is, I feel like it's so hard for me to put a favorite because for me, like, because I, I am like kind of like a ever evolving person. I don't know how to explain yeah. it, but like, I'm, it depends on what I'm most excited about. But I know one of the books that was one of the most profound for me on my journey was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, mm-hmm. which, um, is for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's all about um, our upper limit, like how we break through self-sabotage. And that was like something that I didn't even realize I did in the past, you know? And when I read that book, it just like opened up this whole new world. And I feel like I still apply concepts from that book in my life all the time. So I definitely recommend that book. And of course, mm-hmm. my other favorite book is my book because it's yeah, awesome. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. which is You Are an Abundant Babe. <laughs> yeah. I will put these in the show notes for sure. <laughs> um, and what do you wish you knew when you first started out? Um, hmm. What I wish I knew when I first started out, um, I'll say that it really, really does get to be um, what you want it to be, you know, like the life that you want really gets to be what you want it to be. Your, the journey gets to be what you want it to be. You just have to be really brave along the way. Mm. <laughs> you have to be brave and have courage. And I wish I, I, I had an inkling of that when I started, but I wish I just like really grasp it fully at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Um, and would you do anything differently? I mean, like I have my like quote unquote five years of struggle entrepreneurship, which I mean, when I go back, I'm just like, you know, when I say like, I wish I grasped that concept fully. I wish back then I was just like, you're intuitive about this. You feel excited about this. Just do it. Like who cares what anyone else says? Mm -hmm. But then at the same time as well, like I know it's part of my magic. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a hard question to ask that because there might be things that we would have preferred not to go through, but would we be who we are mm. without them? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of your intuition, and you know, a lot of my listeners might be new to like kind of tapping into that. How yeah. would you say to like know or discern what's your intuition versus your like mm-hmm. ego or mind kind of? Yeah. Uh, I get this question all the time and there's like different levels. When I talk about intuition, there's like different levels. There's like the super spiritual aspect, which is like connected to the divine source energy, like literally channeling messages. And then there's like kind of our intuition, which is like our knowing in a moment. And most of us, we, we find it most useful at the beginning to get to know that intuition in the moment, you know, like what's the right decision in the moment and how do I know it's not just, um, you know, an ego thought or whatever. And I would say that when it's an intuition, we are really like, it's when you're really called towards something like you really desire it from a genuine place. And sometimes we can't even necessarily put words to why we desire it. It's just like, I just really feel like this is the right decision. Like, you know, it's like you feel the tug on your heart or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, and it's not like if you're going to do a self check and it's not because you think that you need it 
to have the success you want. It's not because everyone else is doing it. And so you really want to do it too. Mm. (laughs) Like it's not from any external sorts. It's like an internal thing. Like everything about the idea of it, if it were to work out, lights you up. You know what I mean? You're Mm. just like, yes, like this is it. Like this is, this is it. I don't know how to explain it or maybe I do, but it's just like everything in my body lights up when I think about it. That is their intuition. Now people say to me, yeah, but it's scary. I'm scared to do it. So am I scared because it's not meant for me or am I scared? Like, am I right, rightfully scared or is it just like a growth thing? And my dessert, like basically you only will fear fear around something that is meant for you. And here's how it works. When something we desire that badly and we get that feeling inside of us, chances are we don't know how to do that yet in our life, right? Which is why we don't have Mm. that yet in our life. It's a desire. We want it in our life. Mm. If it was already something we could have in our life, we wouldn't feel fear around it, right? Mm. Because an example, I want cookies. (laughs) You're not going to be like, yeah, but what if I go to the pantry and there's no cookies? Or what if I eat the cookies and then I'll never have cookies again? Like, you're just yeah. be like, I'm just going to go have the cookies and I know I can buy more cookies or I want them, like whatever. I eat the cookies. No fear. If yeah. you didn't, if it wasn't meant for you, you also wouldn't feel fear because you also wouldn't really desire it. Like if someone said to, to you like, oh, do you want to go sleep in, the, in a garbage can? <laughs> You'd be like, no, I do not want to sleep in a garbage yeah. can. And I don't have fear for that because I just wouldn't, there's nothing in me that says I want to go do that. You know, like you would just say no, there would be no hesitation, but when you want it, but it is out of your comfort zone, meaning you have to learn something new to get there. You have to be braver than you ever have been. You have to like become a different version of yourself. The, the uncertainty of the unknown is what creates fear in that moment. So it's like when it's a true genuine desire and it doesn't come from a place of ego of, you know, what I was, the examples I was giving before, just because everyone else is doing it or whatever. Yeah. It's like a full body desire and there's fear attached to it. You can usually like, obviously not life-threatening fear, desire, fear. (laughs) That's how you would know that it's your intuition and it can be really scary following it, but I really do believe it's a shortcut to success. Like I had a client, I have so many clients who've had examples, but she's like the most extreme example. And she was one of my first ever clients and she literally came to me with an idea and she was like, I have this idea for a blog. Do you think I could turn it into a business? And I was like, yes, of course. So she's like, cool, I'm going to hire you. And she'd like never done anything business before. Mm -hmm. And we start working together and we start like, you know, developing her vision and she's really intuitive. She's tapping into her intuition. She's following what feels good. And then all of a sudden she goes, I had this vision, like this kind of like desire feeling that I should just quit my job now the business will figure itself out and I should move to Bali eventually. (laughs) And I was just like, okay, well, you know, I'm not there to tell her what to do, but I was like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I think I want to follow my intuition. I said, okay, go for it. And she resigned from her job. She like, I'm talking, she hadn't even been making money in her business yet. Like this is crazy stuff. Yeah. I don't know how it all worked out magically, but basically within a week, she didn't have to go back to her work. They like didn't, they just, I don't know why they just made her not need to um, do her like four weeks notice or whatever. Then within two weeks, her husband ended up leaving his job because of an injury. So he was still getting paid, but he had like four months off his job or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
he starts building a business, she's building a business. And by the end of the year, which was only like four or five months later, they're both living in Bali and she's got like a super successful business. (laughs) Wow. That's incredible. I know. And it's so incredible. And I know people say, yeah, but that, you know, that might've not worked out and whatever, but I really believe if it didn't work out for her that way, there was some learning in that, that she would have learned quicker through doing that than if she didn't follow her intuition and just thought, you know, I'll do the logical thing and I'll see if I make money first and then I'll see what happens. It was like the minute she was ready to listen to her intuition, everything about how she moved through life changed. So she showed up in a different energy. She showed up differently and she got the results. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I I don't really believe in failure because I feel like everything yeah. is a success because you learn you can there's always room to learn from something an opportunity to grow. So I think like your mistakes or your failures are hidden like gems that you can grow from. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, totally. Um and so if you could remove all barriers and constraints is there a project that you would want to be known for and um like work on Mm, i don't know (laughs) i feel like um yeah i don't know about that there's like there's so much that i'm working on i'm just so excited about seeing what everything that i'm creating is turning into if you know what i mean like I really feel like I'm on a really good path with my desires and my vision. And there's definitely things that I aspire to do in the future or whenever they are right. But there's not necessarily like one particular thing that I really feel like. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. So it doesn't really answer your question, but I really feel like I don't have a, a, a genuine answer to that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's t- I totally, totally get it. Um, and what's the best compliment you've ever received? Um, I feel like some of the best compliments are the ones where you just like know you've impacted someone beyond what, what, um, you'll ever even know, you know, like when I, um, I've like had a client or I've worked with someone or even people who've like listened to my podcast or read my book or whatever, and they get in touch with me and they let me know like how, what shifted for them. And then it shifted for the next person. And then, you know, they had a client that shifted this and this because of that and that. And the ripple effect of what we're creating, I think is the most incredible thing. And that's like what always blows my mind. And, and I think really continues to inspire me as well as, when I know that the work that we're doing isn't just for us, it's not just for our clients, but it's like everyone we touch from the fact that we had courage, you know, like everything that happens. So the, the compliment when, yeah, when some, someone's been touched by my work and I just like imagine that ripple effect, that's like Mm. the best feeling ever. (laughs) Yeah. So amazing. And is there, what's something that you've, um, your work's done for a client that was unexpected? Um, I think when I first started, like I really had an idea that like you're meant to just help clients with like one thing, you know, like for example, like I do say I'm an intuitive business coach, but I know that my work is like far beyond this realm of business. And so it's like the seeing how some, like a client might come to you because they're like, oh, I really want to like earn more money or I want to like feel more fulfilled in my business or whatever it is. And then next thing you know, they're like, my relationship suddenly just got really good. And I'm Mm. like, 
of course it did, (laughs) you know, like, or, oh my gosh, this like new opportunity that I didn't even expect just landed on my lap. Or even like I've had clients completely like shift their business and like change direction and what they're doing completely unexpectedly because of, I think what happens when you're just really in a space of like working on yourself and taking care of yourself. So I feel like there's just so much, like it's all connected. Mm, Yeah. That's a really useful point. Um, And what does elevating your life and soul mean to you? To me, that's an ever evolving process. You know, like I feel like um, there's never really like a, a top point that we can reach where we've like reached, Oh, you're, you are now, fully elevated and you will never need to grow again in your life, you know? And, um, although like that part for me used to scare me cause I was like, when would I, when will I reach the end though? Like when do I stop? Mm-hmm. But now it actually really excites me because I know that every level, like when, when you really learn to celebrate yourself and appreciate yourself and, um, recognize the growth that you are having, then it's like every level has that sense of fulfillment. Like even just the journey feels that fulfilling. So it's like being able to achieve something and then ask ourselves, like, what do we desire to experience next versus Mm -hmm. like, um, the feeling of like, oh, I should be growing. I should be better. I should do this. Right. Like it's more just like suddenly it's like, what else could I experience like in this lifetime? How much Mm. more fun can I have? Like what else could I do? That's just like completely ridiculous and awesome. So it's kind of just like this giving ourselves permission to always fully explore what is really lighting us up. Mm, Totally. Um, And so is there anything else um, before I get to share a little bit how people can connect with you? Is there anything else that you wish I'd asked you that I haven't? Um, hmm. no, I feel like that was a really fun conversation. I mean, there's still so much more that I could share. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, I mean, I'm a chatterbox as you can probably tell, but, I um, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if anybody's listening and they, they do want to, they're curious on different aspects of, of what I've talked about. Like I share so much amazing content, um, that I'm happy to share more about in any of those things. But yeah, I think this was, this, this, this is good. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And so, um, how can people connect with you? What do you have that you're offering right now? Um, I know you have your little baby coming soon. So, (laughs) um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Viola hug on Instagram is probably my favorite hangout. Um, and then my second favorite or my other favorite hangout is my Facebook group, which is Abundant Babes, a home for the visionary. And I love hanging out in those groups because, or those places like um, my group because it's kind of like the club. <laughs> it's yeah. like where it's kind of like hats off, whatever. It's like a sharing juicy details, but also just like all being able to be ourselves and just being a really high vibe community. And then my Instagram, I just love being on stories and connecting with people. So I love those platforms. Um, But then violahug.com kind of has a little bit more information on my offerings, which I do offer one-on-one coaching, which is uh, quite a high level um, coaching offer. And then I offer other programs and group coaching offers as well from time to time. But my social medias probably have the most like accurate up-to-date info on what those are Um, but yeah amazing well thank you so much for being here it's been it has been really fun Uh, I love chatting with you and uh, yeah I hope you have an amazing day 
Thank you so much to you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I really am so grateful. And if you really love this episode, I'd love you to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me an honest review. Let me know what you love about the podcast and what you'd love more of because your honest feedback really helps me make it the best it can possibly be. Thank you so much and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.